where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. And it's on 97.5 K. It's Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle's anniversary show. Yay! Happy birthday to me and you and all everyone that has made this show a success. This has been a wonderful day. It's a great day to be on the radio and just doing our thing. And oh man, I am so excited for today. I'm so excited for the show. I'm so excited for the celebration that I know you're going to be at later on, and I'm excited that you are here joining me and that we have done this thing for a whole year and we've got many more years to come and this thing is just going to grow and get bigger and get stronger and it's going to be dope. So thank you for joining us today. I am your host, Miss Wanda. Thank you so much for joining the show. I have to give some shout outs before we get started with the show. I got to give some shout outs to some folks that made the anniversary celebration possible. Now, I know, again, you've been hearing me say it, you've heard it on the radio, and you've seen it on Eventbrite and Facebook that we are actually doing an anniversary celebration today, Underground Books, 12, thir- 12 o'clock to 1.30. So make sure you come out and join us. We're going to be celebrating my guest, Robin Ayers, who is on the air with me right now, is going to come out and she's going to drop some words of wisdom. It's kind of like, you know, when you went to church and the church had the big <laughs> church anniversary and they had the guest pastor, not that you're a pastor, you know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that came and gave us some inspiration to get through the next year. That's what Robin's going to do for us. So make sure you come on out there to Underground Books today at 12 o'clock, 12 to 1.30 is when that's all going down. Also have to give some other shout outs to um, the folks behind the scenes that have helped the celebration be possible. Of course, my mom, because moms just are always there doing it. So my mom called, was like, what do you need? I got you. Man, that's nice. nice. So shout out to my mom. Thank you, mom. Also to uh, Mother Rose at Underground Books because she just has been amazing with allowing us to do this, allowing me to change the time when I had to change the time and coming and stopping in all the time and saying, can we do this? Can we do that? Can I bring this? So she's been amazing. So thank you, Mother Rose. Um, Also, I have to give a shout out to Claudia at Boxables. Her food is absolutely amazing and her decoration is just as amazing as her food. So if you want catering, make sure that you hit up Claudia Delicious Food. That's Boxables. Um, Claudia Newman's the owner of that. You can give her a call at 916-917-1230. Another person that is helping behind the scenes, Micah Berge. She is a doTERRA representative and Micah will be in the house today. Um, she has her company's called To Inspire You and she is all about helping people find out the benefits of essential oils. So if you want information about doTERRA, you can give Micah a call at 916-245-0575. And her business, like I said, is called Love to Inspire. And lastly, I don't know if y'all knew this, but my mind was blown this week when I met a young lady by the name of Hertha Patton Moore. Hertha is a stylist at Macy's Arden, right? She is a stylist and personal shopper. You can go to Hertha's office. She will help you pick out clothes, either for an event, for work, whatever. She can read your body shape. She can tell you what you like just by what you're wearing. So when I walked into her office, she was like, oh, Wanda, by your glasses, I can tell you like a little edge, and I can <laughs> tell by what you're wearing, you like classic lines as well. Nice. We hadn't even gone into real conversation yet, yeah. so Hertha's amazing. Their, her service is free. She's, she works for Macy's, so go on out, and if you need some styling for an event, or if you just want to change up your look for the, for the summer, the spring and fall, you know, spring and summertime, go out, check out Hertha Patton Moore. She is at the Macy's in Arden, second floor. Um, you'll see her. It's it. Her office is my stylist on it, but you can give her a call at 916-573-5326. 
Netflix and Hertha will hook you up. Hey, Hertha. I, I can't wait to go back and nice. get some. I, I need some styling in my life bad. I love it. Yeah. I feel like I want to start the intro and do the show all over again because now we've got that out the way. Let's get started with Full Circle. Man, it's been a lot. It's, I'm just super excited. I feel like I'm running on 20 right now, but I'm going to go ahead and get started with the show. So thank you again for joining us again. It is all because of you that Full Circle even exists in the first place. So I am grateful for you. I want to go ahead and introduce my guest to you, Robin Ayers. Woo, man, I am so excited to have this woman in the building. I have been watching her rise and just kind of patterning, patterning some of the some of the things that I do, like just by seeing your moves oh, and amazing. stuff. And so I'm super excited that she said yes to be here today. Um, Robin Ayers, um, if you've, you might have seen her on Fox, BET, or OWN Network. She is a well-known author, speaker, and entertainment host who brings you inspiring and motivational stories from your favorite celebrities and everyday achievers. Her goal is to inspire you to overcome every challenge in your life, discover your purpose, and walk boldly towards your dreams. She is the author of the the book Unspoken Languages, Making Your Beliefs Speak for You. Yes. And so we are going to talk all about that whole, because you, you guys know I'm all about the uplifting and positivity and how do we manifest or make this life look like the way we want it to look like. So without further ado, Robin, thank you so much for being here. Yay. <laughs> thank you. So I could just, you know, you have such a beautiful voice. I could Aww. sit back and listen to you speak, you know, all day. So Aww, that you. was beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. And congratulations thank on your you. one year anniversary. Absolutely amazing. And then what a treat to be here to help you bring that in and celebrate with you. So thank you for having me. Yeah, I know when I was communicating with your team about having you come, this was like the top of the year. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, what would be a good time for her? to come and then I I didn't even realize that oh wow we're coming up on our anniversary yeah Robin would be the perfect guest oh that's beautiful thank you so much yeah thank you let's hop right into unspoken languages so if you don't know and tell you what guys if you want a copy of Unspoken Languages, you need to head on out to Underground Books 12 to 1.30 today because Robin is doing a book signing there. We're going to be, you know, just talking about some of the kind of continuing the conversation that we're having on the air now. But I want to jump right into it. Unspoken Languages is an awesome book. If you haven't if you haven't read it, you will probably read it after you purchase it today. But it is a book that is really does give you some tips and inspiration on how to manifest the life that you want for yourself absolutely and I know a lot of people think that's kind of hokey and stuff like that but man it's so true if you start to just change the way you think about stuff you will notice that things will just start happening and I'm a person I don't believe in coincidences Mm. not at all I think everything happens the way it's supposed to happen yeah and we do draw that energy into us yeah I agree with you and you know it's, it's listening to you say that I think that we've been wired from little little babies and little kids to go from um, hearing no all the time. Yeah. You hear the words no. You're like, uh, no, don't do that. And that's not a good idea. And, you know, we don't, we're not encouraged to think and to believe and say yes, you know, yes words. And right. I believe yes is a forward word, you know. And so we're not encouraged to do that. So thinking about how to turn your life into something great, I think is really kind of hard for people to do. So when they hear about unspoken languages and belief and all of those things, it does take a certain type of mindset to create that and to uh, really believe it and live in it and walk in it. Um, But I think that this book does a great job, if I don't uh, say so myself, Uh, (laughs) it does a great job of um, of helping people to to navigate that for themselves and to hopefully by the end of the book, you know, start to really be on this path towards creating the the mindset of belief. Yeah. 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 So let's back up a little bit and tell everybody who you are. You know, I've like I said, I've been super geeked all week knowing that you were coming to be on the show. (laughs) Um, But let the audience know in case they might not have heard of you or seen you on social media. Okay. Um, Well, Robin Ayers and uh, I am I I, I think of myself as uh, can do all things. You know, I've never really been uh, put in a box before. So I but technically, if, if you want to get down to it, I am an author, I'm a motivational speaker, and I'm an entertainment reporter as well. And I do hosting and, you know, things like that. And uh, that's been fun. This whole journey has been very fun for me. I actually started out in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that that was my purpose because that was my passion. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. I was uh, I was doing it and just, you know, finding my way. And um, I wound up moving through with life. I got married and had uh, babies. And um, 
eventually wound up meeting a friend and uh, he introduced me to the world of broadcast journalism. He said, hey, um, I think you could interview uh, somebody for me. Do you know who Keith Sweat is? And I'm like, yo, (laughs) I grew up on Keith Sweat. Don't play. You know, Uh anyway, he said, "Um, "Okay, great. Tomorrow I need you to go and interview him. And and I'm just like I've never done this before or anything and it was this really big production for uh, Showtime Mm -hmm. and um, anyway uh, we wound up doing it I did as much research as possible went to the the production and wound up interviewing Keith Sweat and it was amazing and probably a week or two later he asked me if I can interview Magic Johnson and I'm like I don't know how I ended up in this seat but uh, that turned out well and that's when I feel like I really got bitten by the bug of media mm-hmm. um, just for the the sake of being able to talk to people and uh, bring out certain things within you know their their story right. and um, I, I was like you know what this is it and and I've just developed along the way and really felt that uh, or found my purpose in that. So this is that's where I landed. I landed up in uh, broadcast journalism, interviewing everyone from Magic Johnson to mm-hmm. Brandy and Will Smith and Russell Simmons and all these amazing people. Um, and so it's not about the celebrity, right? It's about who their story and what they could offer to anyone listening. And for me, that's always inspiration. It's always belief. So there's always an undertone of that when you when you listen to me or watch me. Okay. So yeah. So you didn't grow, you grew up in Los Angeles, right? Basically, I came out to uh, Los Angeles when I was four. Okay. Yeah. So you grew up in L.A., so that wasn't something that you had your sights even set on, but you ended up landing on this path, and then from there, like you said, you know, it just, there was something that gravitated to you, and I think that's an important lesson for people that are listening that might feel like, what am I doing in this space that sometimes that's where you're supposed to be. And if you just give it a little time now, if it's rubbing against your values or if it's something that just really doesn't sit with you, that's one thing. But if you're just exploring and Mm -hmm. just kind of trying some new things out, the good thing about that is that you're trying things out in a way that can see what really sticks or what fuels that fire. Absolutely. Because you said you were in the fashion industry it was your you thought it was your purpose but it wasn't your passion and then you kind of landed in this and then that was where that yeah. fuel that's where it turned on and started for you yeah absolutely and i think that because i didn't know exactly what it was or where i was supposed to land mm-hmm. but there was something that spoke to me when i was really young about the hollywood scene mm-hmm. or the I don't know if it was the glitz and the glam. I don't know what it was, but Mm -hmm. something was drawing me to that. Now, I had no idea what was my purpose there. I just knew I was being drawn to it. So I think it's really interesting that I believe we all have something that you naturally just, it's innate. You know, it's innately in you and you're drawn to something. I don't care if it's, uh, you, you look at the sky and you're looking at the airplanes fly by. You know, maybe you won't be a pilot, but you're interested in that. Right. Something is drawing you to that. But I also believe that even if you don't know how to land there, you just make your steps and gradually, piece by piece, it's, it's going to uh, have you get into the, that direction. And ultimately, I think you'll land where your purpose is. Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of times we allow ourselves to be stuck in our now. We yeah. get stuck in our right now and we might want to do something else, but we're not sure how to get there or what that what that road is supposed to look like and so you know allowing yourself just to to be to be open to whatever the possibility Mm -hmm. is um i think that's a a powerful lesson that people can take and Mm -hmm. not just hearing it but actually doing it because doing it's a little bit harder so when you first started and you were interviewing and you're like, okay, okay, I'll interview Magic, which <laughs> by the way, I'm just like, oh, that would be one of my top interviews. But so then you got the next call and the next call. At what point did you say, okay, this is really it. This is what I'm doing now in my life. Um, when I got the, the call from Brandy, um, and I want to say this, it's not that it's easy, mm-hmm. right? Um, because people might have these thoughts yeah. about what they want to do and, and they dream of it. No one's saying that it's going to be easy. Yeah. No one's saying that you're even going to know what you're doing. You might not know what you're doing. I never went to school for this. I never had, I don't have a, a traditional education or anything. But I said that this is something that I want to do. So I made it happen. Mm-hmm. And what I did was before I got the call from Brandy and after the Keith Sweat and Magic Johnson interviews, uh-huh. 
I said, what do I have in my hands? Who do I know? Where can I start? And I uh, and I called a really good friend of mine, Stacy Dillon. He pulled together his, uh, he's got a production company, pulled together his cameras. And I called a couple of friends, which was Laura Govan at the time, and then Mr. Willie Norwood, who mm-hmm. is Brandy and Ray J's father. Mm-hmm. I worked with them um, and Sonia Norwood and all of them. And I was in the, uh, and so I, I knew them, and I'm like, okay, will you sit down and do an interview with me? And they said yes. So that was on my own, right? Mm-hmm. But because of those those videos that I had put out, Brandy saw that, and, and at the time she was uh, doing the game, mm-hmm. the TV show, the game. Um, and obviously, um, if you don't know, Brandy Norwood is is an icon. She's an R and B legend. Right. She's actress and all of those things. So mm-hmm. many people were trying to sit down and, and lock her in for an interview, but she wasn't necessarily doing them at the time. Mm-hmm. And she called me, but based on something that I had done with my own. With my within my own rights, uh-huh. so she saw that, and then um, when I did that interview, that's when I felt like it was official. Mm-hmm. I felt like okay, we're 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 doing something here, and 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 I felt like uh, that was really the I got I got the the passion of it when I did the Magic Johnson interview, mm-hmm. but that's when I felt like it was official, and this is what I was going to be doing is when it was with Brandy. Yeah, I, I like how I'm hearing how you tapped into those resources mm-hmm. that are around you. That's yeah. an important thing to make sure that you're aware of. And and yeah. really don't be afraid to ask people because that's a the other thing is where we kind of find ourselves make, creating our own dead end because mm-hmm. we don't look at recognize the resources that are around us and then when we do, we don't ask them to help us in that particular yeah. space. Yeah. You absolutely. can't have pride in this thing. You can't. And you have to just go for it. And I think many people Many people are thinking outside of the realm of themselves. And when I tell you that everybody, literally everybody has something, they've been given something, they've been equipped with something, whether it's knowledge, whether it's a a friend, you know, resources, whatever it is, but you just have to look within. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the missing key. People think it's outside of them, but it really is within you. You know, you have all of the things that are necessary to at least take one step. And then once you step forward, something else will step towards you. It's that simple. You know, I was I was saying that earlier, like what I truly wholeheartedly believe that once you start moving towards something, and I tell people when I sign books a lot, follow your dreams and your dreams will follow you back. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's It wants you the same way that you want it, but you have to move towards something and know that you have the ability um, to at least make a move towards it yeah. and not think that it's so far-fetched, you know, because a lot of people tell me, they're like, well, you know, it, it, it seems easy because you're doing it. And I'm like, well, you should have seen me six years ago or five <laughs> right. years ago. I wasn't right. doing anything. You right. know what I mean? But the key is because a lot of people do work nine to fives. A lot of people do have young children. A lot of people are tired and have to get up early. I get that. I mm-hmm. get it. You know, but we, we've all been dealt a certain amount of cards. Do what you can within the certain time frame that you have or within those cards, flip it, turn it, bend it, do whatever you have to do, but make it happen. You can make it happen because if you gave me your set of cards, I want to see what I can do with with your set of cards because right. I can give you my set and you'll see, you know, if I showed you the behind the scenes of me staying up to three, four o'clock in the morning to mm-hmm. make phone calls and emails and creating stuff on my own. If I showed you what I've done to mm-hmm. create the life that I have, you would be like, oh, wow. So, you know, you really are speaking, you know, pr- practicing what you preach because yeah. it's true. You know, you you can make something happen even if it's an hour a day. Yeah. I like how, too, you also mentioned that it's not easy. And I, I definitely don't want to make sure that I definitely want to make sure that I'm not making it seem like it's easy. It's sure, not anything right. worth having. You got to put some muscle in. You got to yeah. put some work in. You got to do what you have to do, whether it's the staying up late. And, and I'm so glad you said that because, man, the nights before this show, I am up till probably about one in the morning doing last minute homework and yeah. making sure that I've got everything in line for the guest that's coming in. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have to do those things and be willing to do those and do it to me without complaint. Because if you're complaining, then that's going to negate the whole situation. Then yeah. you're going to start 
not wanting to do those things because, oh, man, I'm tired now. And yeah. you start filling your head with those thoughts because what you say, your brain is hearing Absolutely. you say. Absolutely. You know? And so it, and that might sound funny to people, but what you're saying out of your mouth you're actually kind of putting that thought into your mind. Mm -hmm. And so your mind's like, well, okay, then let's not do it. And mm -hmm. then you start skipping and slacking off. And then next thing you know, you're not doing what you had started off doing or what you feel called to do mm -hmm. because you've, you've, basically talked yourself out of it and didn't even realize it. And that's true. And, and I talk about that in a way in the book when I talk about belief is happening for you or against you, whatever the case, whatever you like it or not. Right. Um, it's it's moving towards what you say about yourself. And so if you're saying that I believe I can do this, I can do this, and you're grateful, you have that grateful heart behind what you're doing, um, your belief is moving right along with that. But at the same time, if you have that, that negative talk and it's, it's, you know, I don't think I can get this done and I'm so tired and you're complaining, your belief is honoring that. Right. You know, it's honoring that as well. So, you know, I'm glad that you said that. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that talk is really important. That language is important. Absolutely. Robin has written a book called Unspoken Languages, Making Your Beliefs Speak for You. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that after the break. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Thank you so much for joining this special anniversary show. Yay! It's, it's our one-year anniversary. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us. And because I know how close you are, um, I just thought I'd do a little something for you. We'll be right back after the break. Empowering Women Through Conversation. With Miss Wanda. Yes, it is Full Circle. Happy birthday to Full Circle. One year ago, well, one year ago tomorrow, but one year ago, had our first show. And I want to just thank everyone for all of your support, your emails, following this, the uh, show on Facebook, listening to the uh, past episodes on SoundCloud, encouragement that I get from people that I meet when I come to events. I really want to thank you. This would not be possible without you. D have no doubt about that. You are the reason that Full Circle is in existence. I'm super excited to have a conversation today with my guest, Robin Ayers. She is the author of Unspoken Languages, Making Your Beliefs Speak for You. And you can pick up the book today at Underground Books. We'll be there from 12 to 1.30. But I want to just kind of dive into the book a little bit because I, this is totally along and aligned with everything that I believe in regards to making those things happen for you. But I have to say that I haven't always believed that way. I allowed myself to be stuck in a situation for a really long time and I couldn't see my way out of it mm. until I started reading and started kind of getting stronger and then growing to where I am now. But it started with making that first step. Um, but I want to go back to the beginning of the book, because in the beginning of the book, you talk a little bit about your childhood mm -hmm. and how you lived in kind of a tumultuous situation with mm -hmm. your parents. Mm -hmm. And um, you mentioned some things about your father. And I just wanted to find out from you, because there might be people in the audience listening that have been raised in a situation that was less than desirable and may still be stuck in my childhood. Well, you know, when I was a kid and here you are 45, 50, 60 years old, still mm -hmm. stuck in that. How were you able to forgive your dad from whatever was going on in your family situation to move forward in, yeah. in your life and be where you are now? That, that's such a, a great question. And I, I really do believe that once you change your mind, once you start to fix your mind and work on your mind, everything else follows. Because as an adult, once I started to, to get to a place of, uh, of understanding and understanding how life goes, um, I developed my empathy, you know, and, and trying to get an understanding of all things, really all things. And that, that included my father. And unfortunately, yesterday, my father passed away um, and... You know, I'm I but I'm so blessed to be able to say that I could have been stuck in a bitter place in my life and a bitter, you know, thoughts, you know, right. and let that and let that affect my life. But I chose to get some understanding. So I actually researched, you know, um, found him. I found, you know, this was maybe closer to 10 years ago, mm -hmm. but um, I found him after living pretty much all of my adult life without him, oh, wow. you know, and childhood for the most part without my father, finding where he was and um, forgiving him for everything that I, that I saw that he did to my mother, did, did with myself, my brother, mm -hmm. my sister. Um, here's the thing. 
I think one of the key things for me was trying to understand that everyone has a story. And, you know, not everyone thinks that they're wrong. You know, you have to just take a take a look at that really fast. Right. If you look at a movie, if you look at a TV show and you see a villain and you see, you know, a good person, the villain doesn't believe that he's wrong. The villain is doing those things because of a real reason in his or her mind. So my father, however wrong I might think it was, and I, and it was, right. it was, I'm, no condoning or anything, all mm-hmm. of the physical abuse that went on and everything like that um, towards my mother. But in his mind... Something had to be going on. And if you could really, if you can connect with that and say, I just want to understand, you know, what was it? Something led you to start doing drugs. Something led you to start, you know, drinking alcohol and becoming abusive. Now, the abuse was a result of all of those things because I talk about in the book, he's actually a charming man. Mm -hmm. He's charming. He's funny. You know, all of those different things. But something led to that. And right. and I wanted to, how I got to the place of uh, forgiving him and just getting to that other side of forgiveness and all of that mm-hmm. um, is understanding that in his mind, there was a, a not a right, but there's a, a there's a reason, yeah. you know, and if I can just get there, tap into that, then maybe I can understand. And once you understand, guys, like you, really empathy is an amazing tool. That's why we need to teach our kids, you know, how to how to empathize with Absolutely. people, because once there's some understanding, you can sit in someone's sh- shoes and say, you know what? It was wrong what you did. I don't condone what you did. Right. But I could almost just understand a little bit how you got there. And then once you understand someone, then, you know, hey, we're moving forward now. Yeah. You know? that, that You make such a good point. That's so true is that what's normal to one person because of their circumstances, because of the way they grew up yeah. or whatever experiences they've had is not necessarily normal for you. And you have to be able to, like you said, have that empathy. Yeah. Uh, I was just having a conversation about that this week and that uh, a friend was going through a situation where their own family members were just really nasty and negative and just really hurtful. And I told her, I said, you know what? You can't, first of all, own their experiences. Mm-hmm. You can't take that on for yourself. Yeah. But you can almost see, like you said, why this happened the way it is because this situation happened, this situation happened, and this situation happened. And they don't know how to channel that energy. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to channel that anger. And we see that so much, especially in our community, Mm -hmm. is that we've got people that are hurting, that are hurting to the core, and they're acting out because they just, they don't, you know, it's it's like you don't even know what to do. It's kind of like pent-up energy. Yeah. You don't know what to do with it. And you just act out and react. And until you sit back and and look at, look at your situation or look at your reactions to things mm-hmm. and really start to dig into why am I reacting like this? I used to do this all the time and I still do driving in my car to work and having a reaction to something and then going, okay, let me break this down. Why am I, re- why it did... Yeah. When this person said this to me, why am I having such an angry yep. reaction or so, you know, it's why was it so hurtful? And so, you know, we do have that. And so being able to have empathy for your father mm-hmm. and move forward because you could have still been stuck. You could have still been, well, you know, I saw my mother get abused and yeah. end up in that situation because that's that's what happens a lot as well. Is Absolutely. We create we continue these patterns that are not healthy for us, not because we want to, but mm-hmm. it's just what we know. That's all we know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that about so many things and so many people, Um, my brother, for instance, uh, you know, he passed away 10 years ago and um, he was shot and killed in the street. He was uh, shot six times. And that was a really difficult time as well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he grew up most of his life in and out of gangs and out of jail, prison and all of those things. Mm -hmm. But if you would if you're looking from the outside, you're probably like he's a thug. He's a gang member. He's, you know, acting out all of these different things. But if you knew the behind the scenes, you would and, and, and find out more about his story and say, why are you acting out that way? What happened? You know, try to get some, mm-hmm. again, empathy and understanding. Mm-hmm. You would find out, you know, how tough it was for him as a child and what he was going through and all of these different things. So there's always um, two sides to two ways to look at something, yeah. you know, and it's just how you choose to look at it that can make your life actually be a lot easier because right. it's only going to affect you. That person is living their thing. Mm-hmm. They're they're living their lives. They're doing, you know, what they do. But if it bothers you and it angers you, mm-hmm. you know, that's affecting you. So it's going to help you to get some understanding and so you can live more freely. Right, right. If you're still caught up on that thing, yeah. you really need to examine and yep. figure out why it is because you're so right. It's that person's going on, living their life, doing their thing, whatever it is, and you're still stuck in this mud trying to, exactly. you know, 
wishing that they were had you know had bad luck or whatever it is but they're on with their life and you're the only one that's being affected by this now yep now sometimes like you don't you and not everything is about you know fixing and and, you know you know if there are situations where you can't get past it yeah completely understand that Mm -hmm. but you have to you have to find a way because you know i think understanding is still kind of the answer yeah but the outcome doesn't have to mean that you you build a relationship yeah. with them like I did with my father. That mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the case because maybe some things you can't necessarily get over mm-hmm. and move past. But um, I think it still is going to be helpful to at least get an understanding. So you could say, you know what? I understand why they did that. I'm still going to take that and put that over there in that corner. Yeah. And I'm going to be over here in this corner. And that's okay. But as long as you still have that empathy and understanding, you can move forward. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You talk a lot. Well, the book is called Unspoken Languages. (laughs) Let's talk about the power of our language and words. Kind of talked about it a little bit before the break, but the power of what you say um, and really manifesting those things, those beliefs out loud to yourself. Yeah. um, Everything stems from, I hope y'all hear me on this. Listen, (laughs) everything stems from yes and no. Miss Wanda, okay, listen, <laughs> just just hear me with this. Uh-huh. Everything stems from that. Yes is a forward moving word. Yeah. Everything that stems from yes, it's an okay. It's a an allowance. It's yeah. an uh, it's sure. It's yeah. why not? Let's go for it, right? It's a it's a forward moving motion. So anything that stems from that is going to move you forward, both mentally, mm-hmm. your words, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, on the other hand, is a stopping word. Mm. It's a resistance word. Everything says go against that. So anything any. Th- any thoughts, any language, any words that you speak that go with the word no, that stem from the word no, is literally literally mm-hmm. going to put up a resistance, a, a, a boundary, something that either stops you, halts you, or moves you backward. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. And you will start to see it happen in the real world. First, it starts in your mind. Right. You're going to say, oh, I can't do that. I, you're going to physically know, and it's going to stop you from doing anything because you said that you can't. Mm-hmm. Can't is a, is a word. It's a subsidiary of no. So starts with the mind, your language, everything that you say, and then you're going to start to see it actually happen in, in life for you. But if you say yes and things like I can and I will and I am and, it, you know, things like that, it's, again, it starts in your mind yeah. and then you begin to see it happen in the real world. I, I mean, we can argue about this, but I choose not to because these are facts. Yeah. I don't argue about things that I know are factual. Right. You know, and this is not just my own life. I could, I, we, we could go toe to toe all day and uh-huh. I can point out one thing after the other about my life and how I'm, I'm, I'm preaching a word that I know to be true. Right. It's not just my life, though. These are things that I'm an observer by nature. Mm -hmm. I've been an observer since I was a child. And I've been around a lot of people. I've seen a lot of things in my life. Mm -hmm. And I know it time after time after time. These these things are true. If you say the word yes and your language Mm -hmm. creates your world, but your language stems from your belief. What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe to be true? Impossible for you or impossible for you because if you think it's impossible, you're stopping yourself right then and there because your word, the next words that are going to come out of your mouth is I can't. And if you say I can't, then everything around you is going to stop you from getting it. It's just what the truth is. Yeah, man, that's... <laughs> Mike dropped and we are done. I love that. I never thought about that yes and no yep. like that, you know? It's so much deeper than just the yes or just the no. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I love yeah. that. And you'll see and, and actually and what I love to do is take a look at my life. Mm-hmm. You know, take a look at your life. You mm-hmm. know, look back and say, where am I? How did I get here? Did I believe that I could get here? Cuz even you'll notice that even if you didn't directly think this to be true, yeah. somewhere along the way, somewhere you said yes to something that led you to something that led you here. Right. You know, it's it's a pattern it it will you just gotta kind of like map it out and just see for yourself Mm -hmm. but you'll see it you'll see it and then those things that you think you can't do you don't have yet right you don't have it yet right because you think you can't achieve it or you think you can't attain it you you won't have it and until you change your mind and change your belief that you know because the belief is this first of all first of all it it is a superpower Mm -hmm. period it is a superpower, and the beautiful part about it, and my daughter, she's so cute, Brooklyn. I have two daughters, Brooklyn and Madison, but Brooklyn is all into, like, superheroes and Superman, and, like, she uh-huh. talks a lot about, you know, what would your superpower be? Right. And it's funny because I'm like, 
do you know yet? And she knows. Uh Do you know that you've actually already been born with the superpower? And that power is belief. And every single person has it. That's what's amazing. But you got to learn, you know, um, Superman doesn't know, didn't off the top know, or Spider-Man didn't know. You know, I I like the the newest movie. um, I forgot with the little kid, the black kid who played uh, Superman. But he didn't realize, like he was shooting out stuff, the the webs and Uh stuff from his hands. And he didn't know what was going on automatically. So sometimes you don't know that you have this superpower and you kind of got to tap into it and start learning. Oh, this is what I can do with it. Those are your webs that you're throwing out. Right. 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 I could do this. I can do that. But we all have it. We've all been born with it. You just got to learn how to tap into it Mm -hmm. and utilize it. But belief is is literally the thing. It's the thing. That's where it all stems from yeah. that it's possible for you and the and the thing is that it's no different for anyone no i'm not di- different i'm not better you know i'm not worse we are the same mm-hmm. it's just what i choose to do with it and how i choose to to utilize it for myself yeah. and that's my goal in in life really is just to tell everybody and show everybody that if I can do it and if that person can do it and that person can do it you can too you're no different you just got to tap into it can I get amen? Amen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's so true, though, you know. But what would you say to those people that are like, yeah, whatever. I That's not, you know, those people that just are not. I guess if you're not there, you're just not there. And you'll arrive. Yeah. You'll arrive. I hope you'll arrive in your own time. You yeah. know, I mean, it's it's it is what it is. You know, um, here's the thing, though. Exposure is everything because it's like you said. And it was like me. There was a point in time where I, I, I was home after I had the, uh, the, my babies mm-hmm. and I was a, a wife and I'm, I'm a, a, a new mom and all that. Mm-hmm. And I sort of lost sight of the dreams that I had and that things were possible for me. I lost sight of that. And the first thing that you have to do, right, is just, first of all, I think you kind of got to be fed up with with your current uh, surroundings right. and your current state mm-hmm. and just say, I have to do something, right? It's, right. it's a fo- again, a forward motion. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you told me <laughs> that you actually started to watch videos and read books and things like that, right? Right, right. That was a, fo- that was a yes in yeah. your mouth. That was yeah. a forward motion that you said, I have to change yes. my life. Yeah. So you did something and then something met you back. Isn't that dumb? I love that. Something met you back. Yes. And you said, okay, so from that moment when you when you when you got equipped with some information, mm-hmm. it, it allowed you to 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 turn a switch on. Mm. It allowed you to do something a little bit different that allowed you to make another step. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Look at where you are today, Miss Wanda. Like yeah. you're here today and, and all of the things that you've created for your life, but you weren't there always. Right. So what I would tell anybody is that all it really does take is a yes, number one, mm-hmm. to believe that something can be different for you. And it doesn't have to be this huge, dramatic moment in your right. life. It doesn't have to be so astounding that you have to have all this money and all these connections right. and all of that. No, it's one little, simple, little, minor, tiny little thing. That's all you have to do is say yes mm-hmm. and do something. Do one little step, one little thing, and something else is going to meet you back. That's a Ooh. word. Oh my goodness. We That's are done. a word. We're done. <laughs> we I'm are telling done. you, I feel that so much in my spirit yeah. because I know, I understand, and I've watched even my mother, my yeah. mother who's lost everything that she, all of her possessions two mm. times in her life. Mm. I watched her say, you know what? This isn't the end. This is not the bottom. This is not where I'm going to stop. I love it. So she gathered, she got herself up, and she was like, as long as I can go. She would always tell me, as long as you have a job, like just get a job, mm-hmm. you're going to be okay, right? right? My mother's the queen of, of optimism. Uh-huh. She's where I got it from. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that woman is where I got it all oh, from, right? Wow. She, it, I, I watched her work hard, say yes, be optimistic about anything, mm-hmm. anything. She's like, well, that's okay. We, we could always do this. That's mm-hmm. okay. I mean, she that's her attitude. She's right. so positive about mm-hmm. it. She always had a yes in her mouth. And what she did with her life is astounding she and i saw that right before my eyes i saw where she came from being abused and and having three children and going to college and walking in the snow in milwaukee wisconsin you Mm -hmm. know what i mean she did all of those things where it was tough where some people who are listening right now might be Mm -hmm. you may not be walking in the snow but it might be very tough for you you might have children that you're trying to figure out how do i do all of this how do i attain my dream how do i excel past this Mm -hmm. that could be your story 
But I'm saying I've watched it. I've seen it. I yeah. know it's possible if yeah. you have a yes in your mouth and you just keep going. And it will take some time. That's cool. Mm. That's cool. That's fine. We, we, we got time. We'll, right. we'll, we'll sit back and watch your story. That's cool. So, like, keep going. Just keep doing it one after the other. And it won't be as hard because rather than you thinking you have 20 miles to get there, right. like I said, something moves back towards you mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's only 10 miles. Mm. You only have 10 miles to go. You thought it was 20, but because you're going 10, it's also moving 10. So it's yeah. going to meet you faster than what you even thought if you just progress forward. Woo, <sighs> Woo man. Mm. Oh, man, this is some mm. good stuff right here. This is so, oh, man, I can't even tell you. And you're you're talking to the audience, but, like, we are connecting. And, like, I'm just going through, as you're speaking, like, I'm hearing things, like, and things are being revealed to me, like, in my head. Like, oh, yeah, this is why this and this is how this happened. And, mm. But, okay, so your mom was the queen of optimism. So have you always had this this strong Uh, sense of belief have you always had that yes because when I was four a very very special thing happened to me I was four years old I was living in Milwaukee Wisconsin with my mother and my father and like I said it was very tumultuous it was always dark it was heavy you know and I have an older sister older brother and um it just it was always dark but for, at 4 years old or or younger i'm not sure which one but i was i left milwaukee when i was 4 so i couldn't have been any older than that but i was sitting on um in my bed in my bedroom and looking out the window and it was a sunny day and i remember looking into the backyard and it was like a field or something if what what felt like it when i was that young mm-hmm. and i remember god himself no one had really talked to me about God mm-hmm. no one introduced me to God no one was taking me to church I, I wasn't in that environment mm-hmm. but I heard this voice that said it's not always gonna be like this mm. things are gonna change and in and, and, and the voice told me that he was gonna use me to help them I did not understand who them was at the time mm-hmm. I did not know but the voice that said it's not always going to be like this and that it's going to get better and that he was going to use me. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's talk. I mean, come on. Like, that's 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 that- the epitome of, like, building up my belief at the time. I mean, you can't – I don't know if people believe that story or not. It's, but here's what I, I'll tell you. It doesn't matter, number one. Right, that right. doesn't matter because yeah. that's, that's my experience. Right. But I'm going to tell you this. Everything that I heard from that moment – is what has come to pass. Mm. Now, when when he says that I'm going to use you to help them, mm. I used to have dreams every single night of being a bird. I was a bird, and my name is Robin, like right. a bird. I mean, come on. Let's right, put two and right. two together, there right? There are no coincidences. But I was a bird, and I would pick up my family. I will pick my mom up. I would put her on my back. I'd mm. pick my brother up, my sister, and we would fly. I would literally fly them to safety. And I would start picking up random people, random strangers, mm. and, oh, you need help? And I would put them on my back and fly away and fly them to safety. Mm. I mean, that was as a kid, a kid who did not know anything. I was not exposed to anything right. spiritually. Right. But to have that understanding, the the experience night after night after night, and I kept having it. And when I look at my life right now, yeah, I guess I'm I'm not surprised in the sense, but I'm shocked. Like, whoa, like, God, you trust me enough Mm. to say um, to tell people to, to speak to people and have a platform to speak to people, but to be truthful about your word. Yeah. You know, this is not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking biblical, even though right. what I'm saying can be found in the Bible. Right. I, this is not biblical talk. Right. This is real life. Right. I'm talking about real life to get you to safety, to get you from where you are right now, where you feel like it's impossible to get past this place, where you feel like you're in a tunnel and it's dark, to get you from where you are to safety, God is using my words and my life and my real life experiences so that when I go through tough times, like yesterday was a tough time yeah. in the sense of my my apparent, you know, um, I, I even said that I I know the mo I know the minute mm. that he passed away. Mm. I, I, I felt the minute he passed away. That's my parent. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we had a relationship my entire life is beside the point. That's right. a parent. Right. That's a tough situation to be in. When my brother passed away 10 years ago, that's a tough. And that's someone who I did grow up with every month. I mean, that's my brother, blood mm-hmm. brother. And that was a tough situation to be in. But even the way that God uses me there, 
You know, I won't find defeat in those situations. Right. I'm going to find an understanding about it, mm. see how it, see what's happened, try to gain some understanding and move forward. Because like I said, it, everything derives from a yes or a no. So I'm not going to say, no, this isn't happening. No, why did this happen? Mm-hmm. Those are resistance words. Mm-hmm. You can't move forward with resistance words. So everything in my mouth is a yes. Everything derived that comes from my mouth is a yes or a yes derivative. Yeah. So I move forward. I move, I move past it. I, I go with it. And that's the only way that you can kind of get your life going like this mm-hmm. moving right along you know mm. like the way that it's it's divine destiny to move forward right. it's the only way you can do that is to not put up resistance so i can't fight that my father has passed away yesterday i can't right. fight that or right. any troubling situation i can't fight that i have to say you know what it hurts I have to understand it, but that's what that's what life ha- life happens like yeah. that. We you all we are born it. and we all die at some yeah. point. So gain an understanding, get up and move forward. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You got to sit in that thing for a minute, not too long. Yeah, but to gain that understanding yeah. so that you can move forward instead of fighting it, and then yeah. down the road, that grief is going to come out in some different type of way. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, then go go through your time, go through your morning and your grief, yeah. whatever whatever absolutely. that is. And, and then just and then get some understanding behind it and then move move forward and let that be a piece of your puzzle that adds to this beautiful part of your life. You know, mm-hmm. everything is a piece of the puzzle that adds to this big, beautiful, um, like masterpiece, you oh. know, everything. Woo. It's awesome. Man. It's awesome. Well, there is, I think the smoke alarm is about to go up. We got fire going on up in here today. Oh, man, such a wonderful word. And I hope you are catching that. I hope you are catching every nugget because it is so, I mean, just that change of yes and no, mm. just just having that little piece of information, yeah. that can change your whole world. Yeah. It's so funny at the top of the hour, and we're going to go to a break, but not the top of the hour. At the top of the year, that was one of the things that I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to say yes to any opportunities that you bring my way. Mm-hmm. Whether my knees are shaking, whether I my stomach hurts, Good whatever it is, I'm going to continue to say yes. And it has happened. Like Good I have you. had these opportunities, partnered with some amazing people, mm-hmm. and have had an opportunity to spread a message outside of the radio station mm-hmm. to talk about my journey that I have gone through. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's it's powerful y'all it is powerful (laughs) what i want you to say yes to right now is staying to the show after the break we'll be right back this is full circle having a wonderful conversation with my guest robin Ayers. stay right here we'll be right back and we're back with miss wanda life coach motivational speaker and friend assistance everywhere this is Full Circle. Thank you so much for staying with the program. I am your host, Miss Wanda, having a wonderful, wonderful conversation with my guest, Robin Ayers. She is the author of the book, Unspoken Languages, Making Your Belief Speak for You. And we've been talking about this power of how you can, you know, they say live your best life. And I, I kind of like <laughs> tired of hearing that. But it's absolutely true, though. It's, you know, we are... We have the power to live the best life we can live, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. You just got to believe it. Mm -hmm. You just got to understand that what you say out loud to yourself, those internal thoughts, too, are the things that are going to propel you or they're going to keep you stuck. So it's your choice. How do you want to live this life? How do you want to see it? And even when you have obstacles, Mm -hmm. the obstacles don't stop you. They're road bumps. They're Mm -hmm. undulations. That's all they are. It's how you deal with that obstacles to get to the other side. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's super important for us to to just realize that we really do have the power within us. And you hear that in religious circles and non-religious circles that it's already inside of you. You just need to tap into it. So how are you? I'm going to ask you, audience, how are you going to tap? into what that is what that thing is for you now I understand that we have to you know like I I started working for the state of California because I had a son we he had to eat right Mm -hmm. but I always underlying I always did radio pursued radio even as I was making sure that my family was good Mm. so you know sometimes you have to make those kind of sacrifices as well did you have anything like that where you had uh you were doing one thing but knew that you wanted to be or you know I know you've been in this in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. for a minute now Mm -hmm. but before that did you have this where you were here but you really wanted to be over here like and how did you juggle that and you even now with your family yeah and and it's funny um kind of going along with that my daughter (laughs) my daughter Madison said to me the other day I had my curls or whatever and and I had heat 
I put too much heat on my hair, so uh-huh. I lost like my good curls, uh-huh. so it's more wavy now. Uh-huh. And so my daughter, because she's got really spiral curls, and she looked at me and she was like, "How did you get your hair like that? I, I want curls like that." And I'm like, "Baby, you don't you don't want these problems. <laughs> Stick to your hair. You know, uh-huh. love your hair." Uh-huh. And I said, "Have you ever heard the saying? You know, the grass is greener on the other side?" And she was like, "Yeah, you know, but not really. I guess quite understanding it." And I said, we always think that we want what somebody else has. You know, we always think that the grass is greener, but that's really a lot of the times you'll find out that that's not true. Your grass can be just as green if you tend to it, if you water mm-hmm. it, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I say that to say um, I have been in and around the entertainment business for so long and I've been either assisting people um, who are in it and they are at a place that I feel that I want to be or can be. Mm-hmm. Um even my daughters, when they were um, babies and they would be on set for different shows or whatever, I'd be there and around it. And I'm like, ah, like it's right here, but right. I can't touch it because right. I'm not in it really. I'm just bringing my kids here, right? right? So I'm sort of like managing them. And so um, it's so, and, it, and it's funny because even that was a pattern. And here's the thing. You'll find that you, it, it's almost like I felt like God was like, yeah, yeah, you are going to be around these people because you're not doing anything. You mm-hmm. are going to sort of covet whatever it was somebody else is doing because yeah. you're not doing anything mm-hmm. about it. But I'm bringing you around mm-hmm. it to That's try to st- stir something up in you. Yeah. So I was around people in the entertainment business and I was the friend and I was the assistant and I'd be like, oh, girl, let me take your pictures while you walk the carpet. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Let me do things, you know. Um, for other people, but really that's sort of where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't doing anything to facilitate my own life, yeah. you know, and my own dreams. And I was just around it. And so I was grassing it greener on the uh-huh. other side. I was doing that whole thing that uh-huh. I was telling my daughter about. Yeah. And it's like, but really the truth is when I decided to, to, to water my own grass, it did mm. become green and it's becoming greener and it's becoming full and blossoming and all that stuff. So, um, Many, many different times, you know, even just being, um, like I said, at home for the first two years of mm-hmm. my kid's life, you know, I was just uh, staying at home. But obviously those were um, circumstances that I had to figure out and how to how to, you know, maneuver through life right. and being a wife and, and even trying to help my husband, Robbie, do his thing um, and sort of being behind him. They're all different things. We all have a thing, mm-hmm. right? But it's just really a matter of figuring out how to water your grass, which could be your time, which mm-hmm. could be just a, you know, a talent or a skill. How late are you willing to stay up? How early are you willing to get up? Right yeah. now, I get up at 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I try to consistently get up at 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. But so much happens. Um in that time, I could work out. I come home, clean my house. Like it's just different things that could happen because I'm willing. Right. I'm willing to to water my grass. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's that's good stuff right there. You have to be able to or willing to put in the work. And you you know you mentioned earlier how you were around it, but you weren't in it yet. Mm-hmm. And because you weren't doing anything, you couldn't see mm-hmm. what was coming ahead of you so sometimes when we're in those situations again and especially if it's something that oh you know I might be interested or whatever like making sure that you're paying attention to your surroundings Mm -hmm. making sure that even if you're in an environment that is unfamiliar that you're studying and learning about that environment because it might be something that you're interested in later it might Mm -hmm. be something that pulls you there might be something about that that pulls you into the direction of wanting to be in that particular space yeah so always be aware of your surroundings speaking of surroundings what about the people that you have with you I think one of the most important things is is or one of the roadblocks that we have too is we have naysayers in our circles Mm -hmm. we talked a little bit about naysayers earlier in regards to ourselves but what about the people around us Oh, how man. important is it for us to have those people <laughs> and how important for it is it for us to have when we realize that some people that are in our circle are no longer serving us to to be okay with letting them go that that in and of itself is a whole <laughs> topic miss wanda that's a whole topic right there um because i am familiar with both i'm familiar with having people around you who are the naysayers or who want to be the only ones winning oh my gosh how many times are you around those people yeah. or and or the people who are doing nothing themselves so they also don't want you to be doing anything right. spectacular and so um when they see you stepping out it's very uncomfortable and i, I say it like this people really are used to addressing you a certain way mm-hmm. and dealing with you a certain way mm-hmm. and when it becomes uncomfortable for them is when naysayers really start speaking up like mm-hmm. oh you can't do that well that and they start throwing out all different types of reasons why it's not going to work because you are shifting something that's uncomfortable for them yeah they may love you 
And they really may want you to succeed at something, but it's uncomfortable for them. And they know that just by you succeeding is going to change the uh, the relationship that you have with them. Right, right. They know that. So a lot of people, because even if it's family, come on, your family loves you. Right. Right. Let's be real. Your family really does love you. The only thing is you're, you're getting ready to do something that's about to shake up their whole world. Right. So they're not comfortable with that. So they want to say things that are naysayer type things to keep you in a comfortable place because it's comfortable for them. For them. Yeah. Um, but so I'm very familiar with that. But at the same time, that's why I listen. I roll real, real low. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I bubble on the low. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> because, you know, I often do things just within my circle first and then I, I work behind the scenes and then I come out with whatever it is that I'm coming out with. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, well, now we could all talk about it. Now I bring everybody into it just because I am familiar with um, how people don't want you to move forward. And um, I think people like me. OK, yeah. I do. Yeah. I think people like me and I, and I know people love me. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to my husband. He's he's great at uh, taking an idea, something that may be just a thought. Mm-hmm. And he he magnifies it. That's mm-hmm. a gift of his, you mm-hmm. know. So, you know, that's that's he's a part of my team where I'm like, OK, let's just talk. Let's just go in here real quick and talk about something and develop it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even once I have that, I'm cool with moving on just that because he's helped me think about it logically. Yeah, I'm more of a let's leap off the mountain type of person uh-huh. and, and your wings will grow uh-huh. as you as you are falling. Um, he's more of a logistics where let's set it up first and then we move. So we balance each other out that way. But um, I think it really is important, you know, who you have in your circle and yeah. who you tell things to. People who you can always count on that yeah. will not only be supportive of you, but give you some criticism if need be. But, Absolutely. you know, constructive criticism right. at the same time and right. won't hold you back. Absolutely. I think that is super important. That last part you said about have not just having people support you and lift you up and tell you the good, but tell you when you're yes. out of pocket or tell you when that you might want to reconsider that decision or whatever it is. That's just as important. Yeah. And you as the friend, or if it's you, um, you, you can't be afraid to say that thing. Mm-hmm. You can't be afraid to say, you know what, you might want to take another look at. Or, you know what, I've been doing some research and this is what's happening. Absolutely. You might want to reconsider or whatever. Or, you know what, you were out of line and you need to get back on track or whatever it is. You yeah. can't be afraid to say that to someone and you can't be afraid to hear that from a trusted person excuse me, from a trusted friend, not just from anybody, but from a trusted friend in your circle. And the other part is um, it's okay to walk away Mm. when you're not that person, that relationship is not serving you anymore. Mm -hmm. It's okay. At the top of the year, one of my sayings was um, I won't allow space for people that are not allowing space for me. Mm -hmm. And I've been Mm -hmm. sticking to that because when sometimes we get lost down a rabbit hole, sometimes we want to make people be what we want them to be. Oh, that's a word. And so, you know, they're not doing what we they're, we're trying to get them to do what we need them to do. And when they're not, then there's bad feelings Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. When, if you just, allow people to be who they are and notice if they're not making the same space or effort for you mm-hmm. walk away they're telling you who they are they're telling you how much effort they're they want to put into a relationship whether it's business personal whatever it is yeah. they're telling you by their actions yeah when people say actions speak louder than words that is the truth yeah believe absolutely. it yeah. and so it's you know we have to be okay to say this relationship is no longer serving me or it's not serving me in this way. Mm-hmm. We either need to change the dynamic or we need to let it go and yeah. be okay with that. Yep. Don't beat yourself up because I think a lot of people end up feeling bad and beating themselves up. And, you know, you I see it with um, people in relationships all the time. It's like, why are you still with them? Well, you know, it's okay or whatever. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. If it's not serving you no more, then you need to step out of right. that situation. Right. And don't be afraid yeah. to step out of that situation. Yeah, and yeah. I've been in that several times. And and, and it is. It's always hard to to step out. Um, But I think that kind of also has something to do with that comfort zone. You know, you've been in that comfort zone for a long time Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so a lot of the times we hold on to history because it's history and it feels good and it feels comfortable. But, you know, some relationships are expired. (laughs) You know, they're they're overdue to get rid of. And then we stay in it because it's a comfort zone. But um I love the I love the idea of creating new comfort zones as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. that that at some point will also become comfortable. Yeah. And you have to redo it again. Right. So, you know, I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> so before we go, because guys, I, I hate to tell you this, but I'm happy to tell you this. We're going to cut the show short so that we can head over to Underground Books. But before we go, I want you to think about um, 
one thing or one or two things that you would give to uh, pieces of advice that you would give that person that's standing on the cusp of their dreams and fear, what one or two things would you say to them? That person that's standing right on the cusp of their dreams and fear. Oh, that's so good. And I, I have to give a shout out to uh, Pastor Linda Hodge, who she said something, I guess, a couple of years ago that really stuck with me. First of all, we all experience fear, even your favorite person, whoever you're looking to, you know, for inspiration. They also experience fear. Mm-hmm. Um but she said you'll have fear in one hair one hand and you'll have faith in the other and you have to you have to you have to leap anyway you basically have to jump anyway right. with even with the fear so it's not that people have overcome it right they just do it anyway right that's all it is that's the miracle that's the magic you know um mm-hmm. behind creating this beautiful life for yourself is just moving past the fear mm-hmm. and believing that something else is on the other side of that that is going to serve you um the other thing is that in my belief, there's no such thing as failure. Um, there's no such thing. I mean, you're going to learn from lessons and, you know, things like that. But no such thing as failure because even if you try something, mm-hmm. say people are so afraid because they think they're going to fail at it. Even if you try something, mm-hmm. something is going to come from that mm-hmm. that is going to serve you in your future. Right. Guaranteed. It, it, without fail, that's just the way life is set up. It's a beautiful little thing that happens that um, you don't be afraid of it and you accept it. Yeah. Okay, even if even if you think that um, you're going to fail, you're not going to fail because something is going to come from that that's going to help serve you moving forward. So, um, yeah, just do it anyway. Yeah. We're all scared. We're all scared. I have things that I'm doing right now that I'm afraid of, but guess what? I am still on a mission and I'm moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, you won't catch me with any of my potential left in me at the oh. end of my life. Oh, okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Live it to the fullest. Yep. Do everything that you uh, th- that is in your heart to do. Yep. I go to the gym. Last thing I say, um, I go to Orange Theory and uh, the coaches at the end, at the very end of the class, you know, if we're on the treadmill and they're like, um, we go all out, right? And they're like, empty your tank. Don't leave this class mm. with anything left in you. Empty your tank. So that's go as fast as you can lift as hard as you as as heavy as you can or whatever it is you you are tired by that time you're ready to give up by that time you're just like you know no you're here you know telling yourself no but that thing in you in your mind that says yes you can do it just move forward just Mm. give a little bit more just Mm. try a little bit harder so that's what I would tell people just empty your tank Mm. while you're here just empty everything that you have because you don't want to look back like why didn't I just go for it. Who cares right. about what people think? Who cares about what your family says? You know, who cares about even what you think? Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. You think are the negatives because sometimes it comes from us. Yeah. You know, everything is a yes and an amen. Everything is yes. Everything is telling you to go for it. And it wants you just as much as you want it. So mm. just go for it. Mm. I love that. Me too. I'm, oh, man. I'm, <laughs> Me too. I'm so inspired by that. Just Good. empty it. Just put it all on the Leave yeah. it all on the table or leave it all on the floor, as they say. That reminds me of, I'm just going to kind of tie this into Nipsey Hussle real quickly because that just, it it reminds me of that's what he did. Yeah. And you know, I I told a few people and I stopped saying it because people would give me these weird looks, but I feel like his job was done. Mm -hmm. That he did exactly that. He did everything that was in him that he was supposed to do. Yeah. And you know, he made the impact that he was supposed to make. Yeah. And now he's done. Yeah. And I'm sure that in those last moments, he didn't have any regrets you know sure no of course in in the sense of just having accomplished so much and you know a lot of times uh, as people people that I've talked to didn't even realize Mm kind of like what you were saying travel on the low there was a lot of stuff that he was doing that people didn't even realize that he was doing until he was gone yeah and so it's just I just although I was totally sad all week I was also uplifted Mm -hmm. because I feel like he did. He left it all on the table. He left everything. Mm. He left an impact on this world that if we don't pick up the torch, it's our bad. If we don't start buying up property in our respective communities, because this show is nationwide, Mm -hmm. that's our bad. Because he's shown that someone from his circumstances can be here and do that. Yeah. So if we don't do anything with that, if we want to just mourn and listen to a rap song, which, okay, that's fine. But if we don't follow the the, the path that he set for us, that putting it all out on the table, yeah. that's our bad. You're absolutely right. And we right. ought to be ashamed of that. 
And I'm, I'm so glad that you said that. And on that note, and I'm, I'll make it quick, um, the impact that he had on the world. And I'm, I'm glad that you said it just wasn't L.A. or just the West yeah. Coast or, you know, California yeah. or whatever, because it was definitely worldwide impact. Obviously, the way that um, Los Angeles sent him off like a king right. shows you the magnitude of, you know, the impact that he's had with um, being able to bring the Crips and the Bloods together right. and just every different neighborhood come together and represent for him. And, you know, he's been teaching this stuff for a very long time, mm -hmm. you know, for a very long time. If you go back and I'm not, I'm not, and, you know, I know a lot of videos are, are uh, coming to the surface right. about, you know, old interviews and things like that. But I've been following Nipsey for a long time. And when mm -hmm. he was younger, he would talk about all this stuff mm -hmm. and about, um, you know, bottom line, you guys can, you know, do all the research right. yourselves and just become a little bit more um, educated on who he was and what he's done. But you're absolutely right. You know, he, he is sort of that that new map. The new, you know, guideline and the template that, that says, you know, we can do it because if he could, you know, do all the things that he did right. coming from uh, his his environment and within his uh, circumstances, we certainly can. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that you said that. And, and that's actually what I'm on. You know, I've been mm -hmm. listening to a lot of Nipsey Hussle. Uh -huh. I've been listening to a lot of Jay-Z, you uh -huh. know what I'm saying, yeah. about how to get it, how to how to make it go for yourself, how to make it, you know, pop off. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I encourage everybody else. I mean, you ain't got to listen to Nipsey or Jay-Z, right. but, you know, you do definitely something. do something. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, this has been a wonderful conversation. Yeah, it has. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. And congratulations again. Hopefully I can come back when you celebrate, you know, year two Absolutely. or whatever you're doing. The, you know, I and I appreciate what you're doing because you are inspiring women. You're inspiring men as well, you know, and um just living out your your life out loud, you know, so yeah. you are somebody's example and that's so appreciated and much needed. So I see your light and I see that you're lighting other candles around you. So um, congratulations to you. Thank you so much. You know, I got a little special song that I got to play just because, well, it's our anniversary. Peace. This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.